You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. Justin Goh's new novel is The Steady Running of the Hour. Justin, will you read to me from the book? Sure. Beneath the sky, the churchyard is a mass of shadows. Imogen strides two paces behind him through the ragged grass. Ashley's shoe clips something hard and he nearly falls. Imogen stifles a laugh. Haven't you been here before? We never came here, Ashley whispers. My mother had some aversion to the priest. I was baptized at Abingdon. Well, we've entered the graveyard. There's no fence on this side. Mind the tombstones, some of them are quite short. Ashley takes a final swig from the champagne bottle and pitches it into a clump of bushes. He does not need any more. He has no idea how much Imogen is drunk. For her, it makes no difference. He quickens his step to catch up, and they walk single file through the maze of lichen-colored headstones. Imogen is unafraid and speaking louder now. I had a lovely tour of the villages. Did you know there are German prisoners working on the fields on the other side of the river? Justin, the novel begins when Tristan Campbell, a young college graduate, is given reason and means to travel to Europe in the present day. In pursuit of the story of one of his ancestors, Ashley Walshingham, had you already traveled to the locations or did you find yourself traveling in search of the story? Uh, A little bit of both. This had always been my life. I had lived in Paris and London and I was writing the novel in Berlin, but I wound up going back to many of these locations over and over just to research. You write about Europe in the past and in the present, at war and at peace. When you visited these places in the present, did the past rise up or did you have to create it in prose? No, I mean, I, th- I think it rose up because, you know, it, I'd be going to these places. I, w- I would be going to Paris and at the same time I'd be, be reading memoirs and, and accounts of, of, of all the things that I was interested in. If I went to Everest, I, I would be reading books about Everest. So uh, once you start looking for these things, you, f- you actually kind of find them everywhere, especially if you've got a, a decent imagination. Talk about some of the papers you read, the letters and the personal papers that gave life to this book and to your writing. Uh, well, the, yeah, the book's the starting point for the book was actually uh, war letters, the letters of Wilfred Owen, who's an incredible poet. And I mean, his his letters are honestly just as beautiful as his poetry. And the fact that the people could write such beautiful letters from Everest or, or from the Somme just made me think about what, what were these people's lives like and you know what were their personal lives like. And that was sort of the beginning of the book. Now, there's a sense of like larger than life and love and adventure in this book. You have this enormous love that lasts through years. You've got an early expedition to Everest. And I'm wondering if as you were writing this book, did you feel that writing a, a novel felt this presented the same kind of challenges that the <laughs> characters encounter in the book? Yeah. I mean, in a way, of course, obviously, it's your your own personal Everest. I, it, you know, it, the, the thing is also, it's the solitude of, of, of anything like this that makes it hard. And, and probably even in something like a war or an Everest, you know, you're ultimately you're doing it on your own. But for me, yeah, definitely. Uh, it was it was hard not only to, to write this book, but to do it alone and to not know whether anybody was ever going to read it. I've been speaking with Justin Goh. His new novel is The Steady Running of the Hour. Thanks for joining me, Justin. Thank you. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom slash agony.